Today we are talking about silence and your ability to adopt that into your life. We break down the five different things that you're going to probably be up against when you try to adopt this principle into your life. Um, And I'm going to break out how to overcome those things and hopefully you fit into one of those five categories. If you don't, reach out to me. Let's talk about what's going on and how... Um, you're limited by your ability to adopt this practice and how we can get you through that. Uh, you can connect with me at nesting.com. Um, just reach out over there. Otherwise, this is going to be wildly effective. Adding silence into your life really can transform your life. And I'm going to talk about that today. So excited that you're here. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. We talk about your dreams, where they died, why they died, how you come back, how you recover from that death, where you wrote yourself off, and why you never thought you should dream again. That's what we dive into every day. It is a one-on-one look at the rebirth and recovery of you taking hold of your life and living your life on your terms. Please join us. This is the death of a dream podcast you are here i'm still doing an intro even though i have an intro and here we are (laughs) dang it i'll get it down but hey it's like the beginning of the week so i even said to myself when i woke up self remember you have an intro please don't do it again it would just be embarrassing at this point and here we all are an embarrassing moment of the podcast once again. Welcome. So happy to have you here. Uh, let's go ahead and dive in to our great thing. I don't know why. Oh, I don't want to tell you why, but I will anyways. Why do we do our great thing? Why is she so incessant on this? Because you got to be great. Bottom line. Whether you feel it or you don't, you have to start calling it into your life. When we start looking for a new belief that we want to have about ourselves, we find it. But we will not find it unless we look, unless we call upon it, unless we call it into our lives. And that is why this work is so important. Got it? That's all. Turn off the podcast. (laughs) Okay, so my great thing was really taking time this weekend to connect with a couple of friends. Um, I even, even I think as an adult, made a new adult friend. And my mug today is in a call out of that new friendship. My new friend is from Oregon and I'm using my Oregon mug. Um, We went and visited Oregon because we have always been Oregon Duck fans. My husband has some family that lives out there and um, just the thought of Oregon was very intriguing. And so last year around this time um, we went out there to visit and it did 
not disappoint. There's so much to see there. I just can't even believe that one place could have so much variance of existence. Like you could, within an hour, see an ocean, be in mountaintops, go to a desert, be in like a perfect little butte land. Like I can't even tell you how beautiful it is, how amazing it is just to see that much within the span of an hour. I mean, in the state that I live in, hmm, you could see a whole lot of the same exact thing within an hour. Honestly, you could drive about three to four hours and see a whole lot of the same exact thing. <laughs> um, there are some differences, but for the most part, it's the same exact thing. So anyways, I took time because I was just feeling like I needed that connection this weekend and took time to really be there. And that's what we're going to talk about today is just granting yourself that time. So that's my great thing. Just being with people like present, like actually having conversations where I can think about what they're saying and respond. Because honestly, a year ago, I was just listening but not really listening. I was listening to respond and not listening to hear, you know, and there's a huge difference in that. Listening to respond means that you are listening selfishly and listening to hear means that you're just trying to be there for your friend and actually hear what they're saying, not hear what they're saying so you can respond. And, um, I've been working on that, trying to find more out about the people that I do have in my life and um, bring more people in that want the same things that I do, but you can't actually get there with a person if you don't take the time to hear them. So took time to do that as a friend this weekend, and it was wildly inspiring. It was wildly um, invigorating and that so much is my energy source, right? Connecting and kind of vibing with people and having higher conversations. And so it was life giving, life giving. Yep. We went there. I'm like looking at my camera right now and feeling like I see a gray hair, like a really gray one, but I think maybe it's just how the light's hitting me or it is. I don't know. Or it's okay. We're all aging. These are just our bodies. They are. And they're beautiful. No matter how they show up. I get it. I get it, hair. You're getting older. It's okay. We can be here for this. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so that's my great thing. Finding ways to reconnect. Um, go ahead and take time today to recognize yourself for your great thing. Whatever that is. I don't know what you're calling into your life. Um, but I want you to take deliberate time out of your day to start calling greatness back into your life. It is vital. It is. Sorry, not sorry. Gonna keep saying it. Say it every single day. You gotta do it. We gotta do it together. Let's go. Uh, if you want to, um, submit your own great thing for us to all celebrate here with you. You can do that at nussinc.com. That's where you'll find all things the death of a dream, but mostly you'll find a form where you can submit your own great thing and we can go ahead and celebrate. Don't we all want more recognition for our awesomeness? No, 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 no. 
no, you know, really when I accomplish things, I would rather there just be like this really low key, nobody says anything. And I just keep on keeping on accomplishing awesome things, never having a birthday, never having an anniversary, never having a celebration. Like I just want to like be right. No, not true. Now there are people who like don't want the whole song and dance because it's embarrassing, but at least hearing how amazing you are is so important, right? And whatever that celebration looks like for you. For me, it's confetti and parties and bigger, badder, crazier. Like I am poppy troll level of celebrations, okay? If there was a dance party to be had, if there was a new song that we could sing about a celebration, I'm here for it, okay? You are welcome to be whatever level you want to be. But the most important thing is that you start recognizing yourself for how awesome you are and give others the opportunity to do that for you as well. And if you've been burnt on that, I get the hesitancy, right? Um, just talk to people about what celebrating you looks like, right? What do you want it to be? If they're going to do it and do it right, I think the most important thing that you can do is have a conversation about what it looks like for you instead of going into the break room and being angry about how they are celebrating you, right? First and foremost, what is that relationship going to look like for you in order to move forward? How do you want to be celebrated because uh, if you listen to this podcast, my guess is you're super awesome. Um, so it's probably going to happen quite a bit. So it's really important that you establish what those boundaries look like. If it looks like a very private appreciation, if it looks like just an email with a shout out, whatever that needs to look like for you, it's important for you to establish those things. Okay, that's all that I'm going to say about that. Let's go ahead and dive in. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about how we're going to continue to move this podcast forward and start doing... Sorry, my thing shut off for whatever reason. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've been kind of tracing back, like, how did I even start on this journey some six years ago, really, um, six years ago, I was just starting to kind of break down what, what I needed to do in order to live life on my terms. And that started with a very real forward facing financial journey. Then three years ago, you know, we started to get a handle on that. So that was like a three year hard journey where we really couldn't focus on anything else. Like it was draining and miserable and terrible. Um, then three years into that journey, I start figuring out that like, okay, even if you get like, it's not just about finances, like, do you actually have goals or dreams for your life? And even if you did or you didn't, what does it look like? What do you want to do? And then I start realizing that no, I don't really have any and what do you want for your life and what do you want to do? And now, three years, so now we're about six years into that journey, I'm starting to realize and become better aligned with what I want to do. But let me just tell you, 
as I'm thinking about what has been the most helpful out of anything that I have done on this six-year journey. Yeah, it's taken six years, I know. <sighs> um, what has been the most helpful out of anything that I have done is... silence with my thoughts and myself. Now, that has taken on many different forms over the past six years. Many. Um, when I first started, it really just looked like running and just having space and the ability to think through the bigness of all the thoughts in my head. And when running wasn't enough because I also needed time to kind of sit and think and write things out and see things on paper. Um, then I started adding in an additional practice of sort of running would be my um, meditation time where I just sat quietly with my thoughts. Um, and then sitting and journaling would kind of be my next time. And this silence, this moment with my own thoughts started out as something that was seriously suffocating and insanely intense and scary. And for probably two years, I avoided it. Like, no, I don't have time. I can't fit it into my day. There's not a chance, right? And that's what it could look like for a lot of us. Um, then uh, my next phase would look like, no, I don't, what is the benefit of this? What is this going to get me? Is this even going to do anything for me? Like, I can't make money off of this time. This is dumb. Can I just work out? Like, really, this time isn't going to attribute to anything that's helpful in my life. So why would I do it? Right. And so that's where my mind goes with that. Then it was just like, you know, recognizing that it was super helpful. First and foremost, the last time that I really took time for myself, that I really got intensely focused on that, I became wildly successful. And my thoughts and my movements and all things were so crystal clear and just like vibing on all levels. Um, and so it was just kind of like, oh, it is successful and not because it's, it's going to contribute to like building the company of your dreams or it's going to contribute to winning some sort of awesome level. But as I started researching this idea of meditation or silence and trust, if there's anyone in the world that struggles with silence, it's this gal right here. Like, imagine someone who could get up and talk to themselves for a half hour every morning is probably not someone who, um, is great at being quiet or silent. Uh, yeah. And so my silence a lot of times has to look like little pockets of silence. I can only take so much. 
it gets really overwhelming for my brain um, in my headspace for me to sit with my thoughts for that long. Like, I can't even shower in silence. Otherwise, I just end up thinking and not showering. And then I'll just sit there for like an hour and not even realize it. So realize what your capacity for this space is. My silence has to be broken into chunks. And honestly, my silence has to also go, I'm not good being silent and still at the same time. It's just a mastery of misalignment for me. I can't do both. And so my silence will look like chunks of silence. And some of that silence also happens with moving my body. So, uh, however it needs to look for you, right? Don't beat yourself up if you're sitting there and you're like, oh no, I just, if I go into this silent vortex, then I end up just spending the rest of my day wanting to be silent and just think thoughts. And then I get too many thoughts going and then I get overwhelmed. And then I'm just like sitting there with all these thoughts and ideas that I don't know what to do with. And then I end up getting frustrated. Yeah, I've been there. I'm here for you. Okay. Structure your silence in a way that is doable for you. Um, for some people, you're going to just struggle with even granting yourself the gift of time to do this, right? That's not a problem for me. Not a problem at all. I, I understand the time exchange. I get it. I get that you have to focus time on yourself. Um, my problem is that I want to like grant myself all the time to think. If I'm going to think, like thinking thoughts usually leads to things that I want to do or things that inspire me or push me and it's not good, right? I need more time. And so this is what I want you to realize. No matter who you are, no matter what you're up against, no matter what you're working on, no matter, no matter, there is not an instance where this single practice will not be wildly effective. I think the bigger thing is, what does it have to look like for you to be successful in this moment, right? And so here are the, here are the five breakdowns of that. First and foremost, if you have too many thoughts if being silent overwhelms your head, restructure the silence, okay? Structure it so that you don't get overwhelmed with thought. So break it up. Maybe the first portion really is just 15 minutes of silence writing, writing your dreams down, writing your thoughts down, whatever that looks like, okay? then stop. Don't allow your brain to go further. You're going to have to put time limits on it. Promise. Then maybe your next little batch of silence looks like silence and. So silence and exercising, silence and doing yoga, silence and whatever, right? Silence and showering, but with music, okay? You're going to need something extra. Um, Okay, that's for my like overthinkers in the silence space. For my people who just are like, I can't find the time even if I wanted to, I want you to structure your day where you find time that you have. 
Do you have two minutes tomorrow? Okay, find two minutes. Do you not even have that? Do you have 30 seconds? Okay, give me 30 seconds. Give yourself 30 seconds for the next week where you just take 30 seconds and you are in complete silence. I don't know. Maybe you have to wake up 30 seconds earlier before everyone else wakes up. Maybe you have to stay up a little bit later when everyone's fallen asleep. Um, maybe you just need to escape for those 30 seconds. What does it have to look like for you to adopt that into your schedule? After you've done that successfully for one week, move it to a minute. And keep doing this until you adopt enough space and time to truly have silence with your thoughts. Because once you start adopting silence into your life, you can truly hear whispers of who you want to be. This is probably the biggest precursor to becoming the person of your dreams, to start living life according to you. Um, is this silence piece. So let's, let's do that. If we have time, if we have trouble with the time, there will also be this group of people who are going to struggle with the silence because it's not cause and effect, right? And it's not going to happen today. So if you sit with your silence and your thoughts you just want to move through this and get to the end result, right? Like, if it doesn't happen today, it's not even worth doing. This is what I'm going to call for you. Take it day by day. Start adopting it and pay attention to how you feel in that moment and how you feel that day. Okay? If it has helped you align even the smallest of bits, I want you to continue the next day. And again, every day, take it day by day. Okay? And just adopt a little more time and a little more effort every day and start to see how this silence impacts you. But only pay attention to how it impacts that one day. Okay? Um, I like to start my morning with silence. I think it's such a great way to ground myself. But wherever it fits into your day is where you need to take it, right? Um, so that's that group of people. There's another group that's just like, okay, check the box. Yep, Hannah, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so now I need to go back, be silent. And still, okay, I can add that to my planner, to my schedule. No problem. Not a problem at all. Thank you. Thanks for the tip. Now, you aren't going to have a problem. You're hearing me say this. You're already, you probably already penciled it into your calendar. Like, oh, okay, that's a great tip. Go be silent. Thank you. I could do that. Okay, you already penciled that in, which congratulations. Um, you're awesome. Please help me with just life. You are great at life. So you've already penciled this in. That's great. The next pro the problem isn't going to be the doing for you. You got that. You already have it added. You're good. The problem is going to be once you get through this practice, once you get it added into your day, the problem is going to be staying authentic in that space 
and not feeling like you're doing it wrong. Kind of feeling like you're an imposter in this meditation space and wanting to look for more expert space here, right? And you might use this, but soon you'll kind of feel weird in this space. Keep going. You're fine. You don't have to be the expert. You don't need to find more experts on silence. Just keep giving yourself time, space, and silence here. Keep adopting it. Keep going. Keep it on your schedule. Keep it there. What I want you to pay attention to is how it frees your mind, right? When you write out that schedule, I want you to schedule 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Give it a block before you give up on it, okay? And keep going. You're going to do this for at least six months. And if it doesn't transform you and your practice and your ability to reconnect with you and who you want to be, then you can take it off your schedule, but keep it on there. Okay. Then my last group of people, you're just looking for a direction. If I just give you what it's going to look like for you, you're going to adopt it and pull through and keep it. Now, this is what I'll say to you. Once I give this to you, I just want you to fit it in. I think it's best to fit it in the morning, right? But I just want you to take that half hour and move something around. So does that look like moving a workout back? Does that look like for you um, waking up a half an hour earlier? What does it look like for you? Maybe it looks like taking time during your lunch break and squeezing it in there. Maybe it looks like on your way home in your commute, not calling anyone, not having the radio on, just thinking through your thoughts and your dreams and your goals for your life, right? You can fit this into your routine, I promise you. And it will wildly transform your thoughts. Um, silence, silence and space for your thoughts is one of the most effective practices that people say transformed their life. And I think it's about really that First off, giving of your time to yourself is hugely transformative, okay? So many times we just skate through life showing up for everyone and no one, or at least I was about to. I thought that's what life actually was. Um, it's not it's supposed to be, uh, <laughs> though it gets confusing, right? So that's what I want you to to start doing. Start adopting silence into your life. I just went over the five breakdowns of what you might struggle with um, as far as it comes to adoption, right? And so that's really where I want you to go with this. I really need you to start adopting this into your life because if you don't start listening to yourself, to your time. My friend that I talked to this weekend, she was really talking about meditation and how that gave her a lot more ability to connect with where she wanted to go or what she wanted to do. And I know in my life, in this six-year journey as it be, um, 
same has been wildly transformative. Any time where I truly sat back and listened, where I truly gave myself time and ability um, to be in the silence, I just vibed on a higher level, if that makes any sense. So that's really where I want you to go with this. Those are kind of the five breakdowns of where people might struggle with something like this. Um, We are looking at relaunching this podcast, the Death of a Dream podcast, um, early June. If you have any interest in being a part of that launch team, you can reach out to me. Um, We would love to have you, love to teach you, love to learn together. And a part of that relaunch may be a restructure of this podcast and how it gets distributed um, and kind of how we teach here, what we're doing here and how we're drastically changing people's lives and I'm not changing anyone's life you are um this is just about empowerment right and making sure that you have the right tools and the right knowledge about yourself to adopt change in your life right whatever that's going to look like for you so those are the some of the things that we're working on here at the death of a dream and when I say we I mean me and all of my beautiful friends that I connect with on a daily basis um, to start structuring this in a way that is going to transform the space, right? And inevitably impact the amount of people that we have taking back their lives and making sure that it happens on their terms and no one else's. And so that's what we're doing. Um, I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. I know that I just wanted to start sharing little pieces of what has impacted this journey of what really got me aligning with where I wanted to go. And there are more things coming. Um, but today and probably this week, we're really going to center ourselves around this idea of silence because, Before I gave myself time and space and energy um, to this silence, to this being closer with my own being, I struggled. I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do, even if it stared me straight in the face, right? And that is, it's scary, right? Not knowing who you want to be and what you're about is a deafening reality, right? When you realize that, it's a scary moment. And I'm hoping that no one else has had that, but I truly believe that we're all kind of suffering from our own story of the death of our dreams, right? And in that struggle, there's so much beauty, right? There is not this space like I thought there was that you don't deserve everything that you dream and just because you didn't get it right the first time doesn't mean that you don't deserve to continue dreaming right it's not always going to look the way that we thought it would that's the reality um but figuring out 
what you're called to do because of where you've been. That's the true work of life. It's never going to be uncalled. Your purpose is never going to go away. Right? And the reality is you all know what it is. You do. Are you willing to give yourself time to hear it and truly listen to it? Um, That's what this practice is going to give you. It'll start helping you align with who you are and where you want to go. So that's all that we have today on the Death of a Dream podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I love, love, love this community. I am so excited for where we're headed, people. It is going to be amazing. Um, If you want to check out more on the Death of a Dream, you can head over to nothing.com. That's where you'll find everything. And I mean everything. Um, Go ahead and connect with me there and all the things you can find us. Um, That's all. As always, you're smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.